Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Big Fat Podcast. Just want to take a quick second and explain something that happens kind of in the middle of the podcast. There is a part where I say, oh, I'll cut this out. But going back and listening to it afterwards, I kind of thought, you know what? Let's leave this in here because this little segment shows that when that when the highways are bad out there, we need to keep in mind that we should be driving for the conditions because all around us are other people who have family members, including the law enforcement guys who are out there. Sometimes they are family members. In this episode, we start to mention Brandon. That is Officer Brandon Tim, who is a Montana State Trooper and the son of Chief Gary Tim. He is the chief of police here in the city of Columbus. We don't quite explain that in the episode who Brandon is, but that's who he is. I thought maybe it would be important to give that context and we just leave this in there because I think this is a just a good reminder that we need to look out for each other out there on these highways. And we appreciate these law enforcement officers and what they go through for us out there. It's not easy out there. It's cold. It's icy. And they're doing what they can to keep us safe. So let's help keep them safe. All right, let's get into this. Man, what do we call you, Chief Tim? You know, most people call me Gary, so unless you're in trouble, if you're in trouble, like I tell the high school kids, you know, it's Officer Tim and when I was the SRO, but otherwise it's Gary, but yeah, if we're talking on a professional, usually if you're in trouble is uh, Chief Tim, but call me Gary. Man, I just like calling you Chief Tim. I, I just like being that, uh, I know the chief. Oh, there you go. I know the chief of police. It does sound, it sounds fun. Yeah. I, I yeah, and in big cities like you don't you know not you don't get to just know the chief and be like, you know. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, yeah. So, you know, if you if you get stopped or something and you say, Well, you know, I know Chief Tim, usually they'll say, Well, if you give him a call, maybe he can raise your bail. Yeah. So Yeah. Who doesn't know <laughs> Chief Tim around here? Yeah. That's it's not a getting small you out. town, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well man, I appreciate you coming and talking to us on short notice. Well, and thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's and and you're like on duty. I should, probably shouldn't say that. Well, but, actually, I took off. I I took personal time to be here. Oh, okay, oh, cool. But if something duty. does pop up that that because you are the chief, right? I have usually. another officer that's handling the street. But uh, if something comes up, they'll they'll call me on my cell. Oh, okay. And I'll have to jet out. All right, we'll put some. I'll put some dramatic music in here oh, if you, you have go. to like. Take your jacket off and dun 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 and head out of here. There you go, a little SVU. Well, thank you for joining us, taking right, some well, personal time I, to have a conversation. Yep. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. Um so Gary, how long have you been have you been the chief now? Uh just a little over two years. Wow. Has it has it gone by quick or has it, yes, it uh, has. yeah. Really? Yeah, it's gone by it's, it's gone by very quick, yeah. That's incredible. That seems like it would just yeah, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it has been two years. Yeah. Um, you were telling me earlier, uh, I wanted to hear about some more about this, but you said that there was a private fundraiser. Yes. That yep. we're getting a new canine unit. Well, we've been approved to from council to um, go forward with uh, a canine program. So right now they have authorized uh, me or our department to... Uh, seek out uh, the grants in the private sector uh, and also uh, corporate sponsors for the canine. And our goal was about 60000 is what I was looking to get things started. 
and right now we're at about uh, 38,000, 39,000 raised. Next week, the uh, the private fundraising will kick off. How do they How do they do the private fund fundraising then? Well, I'm not going to be a part of that. Um, I just need to separate because I'm you know part of the police department. So there's a couple citizens that have spearheaded that program. So what they'll do is uh, there'll be a Facebook page that's going to be made. Uh, you're going to start seeing some donation do- uh, jars that have been made up. Um, uh, at some of the uh, businesses in town, uh, my understanding that uh, there's going to be a spaghetti feed that's going to be advertised. Um, we're trying to get some uh, items donated, you know, maybe for a private auction, things like that, so people can donate to the canine if they and if they want to, they can, uh, you know, drop a check by the city of Columbus if they want to do it that way. Just put on there that it's for the canine fund. Ah. Um, that way it gets put into that that specific fund. So uh, I don't, you'll have to steer me to the right person so we can, I don't know, get a get a thing going over at the Big Fat Lunchbox or something. Yeah. Can yeah. we get a... I was thinking the same although, thing. Although, like, but though we want a patch. We want a Big Fat Lunchbox patch on that dog's, like, Kevlar vest <laughs> and, like, <laughs> start the, the whole... Yeah, people are going to be like, isn't that the people who say start your day with a fatty? And this guy is... Yeah, because it's a drug dog. Yeah. yeah. So, but he'd be sniffing for burritos. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? That's pre- they're pretty good. So, that that might be what's needed to derail the scent. Yeah. So you were saying that it's not uh, like a Belgian um, Malinois. Right. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. Uh, name, we but refer it's not. to it. Right. It's not going to be a Belgian. Uh, they're they're a very high strung dog. Mm-hmm. Um, great for for every aspect of uh, law enforcement, uh, but. We didn't think that would really kind of fit our needs um, just because it can be a little slower paced here. So having a dog that is really high strung in the back of your car for 10 hours, oh, yeah. you know, they need they need to get out. And after speaking with the officer that uh, I had selected for the canine program, he was a uh, agreement of what we refer to as a floppy-eared dog. So I believe uh, we're going to be looking at a, uh, a black lab, oh, nice. which will be single purpose, which means it's only for narcotics only. Oh, not a uh, patrol dog for apprehension. So it's not going to bite. It's not going to be mean. It's not going to be aggressive. So where does uh, where does the dog go on the weekends? Does it just actually stay with the officer? Yes. Yep. He'll stay with him full time. It's kind of comes part of his family. Um, and uh, what uh, do we know? Is it is it is it out there of what officer has been selected for that? Yeah. Um, if the canine program is is funded funded um and we've got to go completely uh we're heading in that direction and i don't see a reason why it wouldn't be but that there's always a possibility um officer jared vance um has been selected as the the canine officer is he pumped about that or yeah he's very excited he's only been on the street about a year and a half but he's extremely motivated uh great officer um yeah, we're, we're glad to have him, so I think he's going to do very well. So what's the longevity of a dog? I mean, I know that they're all different right. sites. For, so for a black lab, how long do you expect uh, you're, to have them? You're, realistically, you're probably looking at a minimum of seven years. Maybe, you know, you can, might even get nine out of them, just kind of depending on things that happen with them. Um, since it's not a dual purpose, we don't have to worry about it, you know, coming out, leaping, jumping over things, going after somebody. Um, now it can be used if we have a, a lost adult or a lost child um, or an article search 
Um, oh, okay. It can also uh, find people. Um, so, so probably even tasked out with like search and rescue around here, maybe. You know, the search and rescue has a, the sheriff's office has a great uh, canine. Oh. For, you know, for search and rescue, so they can they'll actually use their dog, but we I could see. assist if we if if they needed to. Okay. So yeah, that's cool. I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, just a lot of stuff comes through Columbus into Columbus and. I think it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be used. This episode is brought to you by BFL Sauce. That's right, BFL Sauce, it goes great on everything. Let's just take a quick moment and let you know, you can go to our website, bigfatlunchbox.com, and you can order BFL Sauce by the bottle. We ship it out to you. And now, if you order over $25 on the website, you just get free shipping. Why? Because we know firsthand shipping is expensive. It's expensive for all of us, okay? But we just try to figure this out to where you can order more affordably to get the sauce you love to put on the food you love. And those sauce sales directly support the Big Fat Podcast. If you would like to help produce the Big Fat Podcast, there is a spot right there where you can contribute to become a producer of the Big Fat Podcast. Check that out on the website, bigfatlunchbox.com. All right, let's get back into this. If I can ask about that, like what are some what are some things like honestly I'm I'm we're over at the burrito trailer, Cody, he's running around filling propane. And uh, you know, we're in this community, but a lot of the time I mean, honestly, I don't know really what's going on in this community. So I mean, can you touch on that with us? Like, what are some of the, the – I love this place, great place to live, but every right, place yeah. has, you know, an element or a certain thing that kind of can, you know, happen. Right, and right. What are the things that what we're seeing are challenging is, us now? Um, the things that are coming out of the bigger cities, which obviously going to be Billings, Yellowstone County. They're starting to get a little bit further from their community, the, the people that uh, – I'd say that are committing the the criminal element. They're definitely coming up into Stillwater County. Um, So we're seeing the criminal element out of there. Interstate 90 brings everybody through our city. The ones that get off, get gas, stay the night, you know, grab something to eat at McDonald's. Um, They're not, so to speak, committing the crimes uh, here in the city. Um, But when I say criminal element, they could... uh, warrants major warrants yeah um stolen cars um mm-hmm. right now about 100 percent of our stolen cars that we're getting and our pursuits are all generating from uh, around the town pump area so you got that transit type of would you say when you say 100 percent uh, or coming up from over in that area are you saying that that's not locals in the community committing those those are outsiders coming in yeah the, well yes. like our pursuits and our stolen cars those are all from uh, other areas wow. uh, even other states so they're wow. getting off in our city using the services um, and then having the contacts with law enforcement which turned into something you know what's interesting is uh, being on the trucking side of the my guys are always like the, the police officers are over there they're waiting for us not to put down our our uh, chalk blocks <laughs> yeah that's what the, <laughs> I promise you you think it's funny what, but they're like I mean, it's honestly like a big, they're like, dude, those guys, they're watching. Like, you put them down when you stop, get gas. But, and hey, I'm thinking I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, I'm sure that that might be an issue, but uh, yeah, it, it's not high that. on their priority list. I didn't list. even know that was 
<laughs> a regulation. But thanks for bringing it to his attention. Yeah, I know. We're all, yeah. Well, it, I, it's I gonna say be that all because, points bulletin. Yeah, because it's Watch interesting what's River important to, guys. to us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. We are. We you. You know, it's kind of like anytime you see a police officer pull behind you, like, do. Oh, uh, what lights? have I done? Yeah. yeah what do I have I a light out? What have I been yeah. doing? At least I, you know, have that mental check. Right. I'm, I'm the chief. I still do it. Yeah. You know, unless it's one of my own guys, and I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm should be okay, but yeah, if I get another city, I'm like, oh shoot, I got the police behind me. What I, I, you know what I think, Cody? I think when you go back to work, I think you tell those guys, hey, you know what? I met with uh, Chief I'm Tim, totally and you are to. right. They are watching you guys. <laughs> well, and, and what, what, what's happened is, is they're watch. I, they get a bonus if they don't have any safety. And one uh, of the safety things is you've, you're supposed to put your chalk box down. Right. And if you get caught with corporate, like some dry on you know, the corporate guys, then you don't get your your bonus oh, for that quarter. Right. You're right. It's just one way of them. Um, and so, but I mean, they always bring that up, especially when they're when you're over, you know, or under the under the underpass. Right. And I'm always laughing because they say that, and I'm thinking. Man, I could promise you, of all of my like, friends, I don't think that's really high on their list, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I Like I said, uh, yeah. I guarantee you none of us knew that was even something that, yeah. No, nope, we'll save that for, uh, uh, I don't know, Department of Transportation D- guys. Yeah. <laughs> the scales, please. You guys should really start worried about whether they're putting down their chalk yeah. blocks. Well, I am now, hey. <laughs> I bring it up, darn it. Yeah. But, He's like, uh, talking about Grand Theft Auto here and <laughs> high-speed chases and stuff, and the propane guys. Are so, like... <laughs> the, I, I I'm going to bring this up only because it's it's uh, as a father, it really gets me concerned. But like, is the is there an uptick in um, uh, trafficking, human trafficking that you you notice? Uh, yeah, especially 90? in, in <clears throat> Interstate 90. Yeah, um, it, I, it's getting to be. Oh, really? Not not an epidemic, but um, it is. It's heavily right through because this is Interstate 90, so this is running from the West Coast to the East Coast and vice versa on the Northern yeah. route. So um, I haven't seen any in a couple of years. Um, it's been probably <clears throat> four years since I had my last case that I had, where I'd made a traffic stop on a vehicle. Uh, again, coming out of the town pump, and uh, they were trafficking uh, a couple girls out of uh, Oakland, California, and heading up to the Bakken. So um, that was. And that, do you need to check that? No, no. Okay, no, that okay. Was, no, that was actually my son. So okay. what are, probably want to go to lunch. Just out of just out, what are a couple of cleans you kind of look for? Well, hang on one second. I do got to take this one. Yeah, real quick. Hang do on. I'll <clears throat> I'll All cut right. this out. No All sweat. Right. We'll have to get Brandon on. Hello. Here. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna. His son, Brandon. Is, oh. Um. He actually, I think he, he went into the military. Okay, so he's heading to SBC. Okay. All right. I'll give him. I'll give him a call. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. Hang on one second. So my son, Brandon, just got hit. On the interstate, so he's en route to the hospital. Oh, so oh he, are you kidding me? He says him. Is he, he all says right? He's though? all right, I think, and the dog's fine. So, but hang on one second. Hey, what's up? Okay, down in Billings. Okay, well, call me when you clear. Do you need a ride back?
Okay. All right. Well, call me when you're clear. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. So This is not the day to be out on that. No. This is not not. the day to be out on that interstate. I I drove a delivery of burritos to town this morning and and back, and it was seriously sketchy. Well, and what's oh, the likelihood of getting hit on the side of the road like that? Oh, oh we lost those guys just last year, wasn't it, or the uh, year before? The year before, uh, I was out on the interstate earlier just uh, providing some lights for a truck um, coming down the West Hill, and here comes a tractor trailer behind me, and we have the driving lane blocked because the tractor trailer is stalled out. So I'm probably 100 yards, 150 yards from the truck that stalled out. Here's a truck coming down, tractor trailer, and then right behind or next to him is a um, Loomis. Looks like a Loomis truck, you know. And I can start to see, yeah, he's starting to slide a little bit. He's not slowing down. I finally had to put my car in drive, get off the road, go onto the shoulder, into the ditch as he came sliding past. Oh, man. Um, Actually, my son, Brandon, was ahead of me. He was looking in his rearview mirror. He had to put his car in the drive, get off. The guy finally came to a stop just feet from running into the back of that tractor trailer, but he probably would have hit me at 40. Oh, my gosh. In a Loomis truck. Yeah. I guess if you're going to get hit, get hit with something full of money, I guess. I don't know. I guess. But, uh, yeah. Those that things aren't light. No. No, they're yeah, about I, I never 12, thought about pounds. I never thought about when you guys are on the side of that, you have to be yeah, alert. You, I mean, yeah. you would think about it, but. you got to no, be watching it, for everybody. You've, yeah. You've, you know, I. The, you're going to get run over and killed by somebody on the interstate before you get shot. It, yeah, you need to watch your back. I don't ever turn my back. You'll see if I get out of the car, I'm walking backwards, but I'm watching traffic coming at me. Yeah. You know, and it's so gonna... slick out there. And it, oh, it's, yeah. yeah. A lot of it was a sheet of ice out there today. And you, yeah. you came in from that side too, right? I did. And it, you know, what's interesting is uh, you can watch. I came in right before that. There was a, it was a tractor trailer, but it was carrying propane. And uh, you could hear its jig break coming down the hill. Uh-huh. And I had pulled in and I thought to myself, man, that's not good. And then <clears throat> we heard all the lights coming on. It's like, and there's yeah. people sliding. But you can see, you kind of learn that there's certain spots that tend to be a lot more right, slick, slick yeah. than others. And it's either right, but they're coming up, going out to the rest stop. I think coming up over here. Yeah, I think that was all happening this morning as I was leaving out. Like, yeah. The fire department was racing by yeah, me. There yeah. was an ambulance, and uh, I was pulling out of the BFL with a box load of burritos heading the other. I was like, hopefully they're not going my direction. And right, everybody yeah. went. Well, I think there was, so far, I don't know, maybe eight or nine slide-offs and crashes wow. um, since this morning. So it doesn't take much. Like I said, it's very slick. Even when I got out of the car, I had to hold on to the doors, you know, to keep from because I was on a hill, keep from sliding and falling, Jeez. you know, trying to at least save face because I know a yeah. couple cars were probably laughing because I was doing <clears throat> the old cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> the quick know. feet thing. Yeah, so. Well, and I've learned I've learned that if you go over 45, it's funny that, you know, 35 to 45, you can kind of be safe, somewhat right, direct yeah. yourself, and it's not as bad if you slide off. But, man, when you hit over 50, for whatever reason, and it's 60s. Yeah. Yeah, dark. yeah definitely. You know, just slow down don't go too slow because then that's going to cause an accident yeah but yeah. yeah but yeah you know like you said about about 40 45, 45 yeah. was about the max today or it still is yeah and it tomorrow's still going to be cold so thursday things will melt off we'll be good to go yeah. yeah um so once you get a little bit further off of the interstate and i know we got the town pump issues and the stuff that's happening over there like 
what kind of things are happening or what type of things should we be aware of that are going on in town? And I, I have recently like put a, put cameras in here. I got cameras over at the BFL and like, right. That's, that's I kind of don't want to talk about like probably, you know, what my situation or what, whether or not I'm vulnerable right. or not over there, but, um, right. And, and I, what type I of things are going on at night? Camera. Well, we're getting, uh, you know, and like I said, it's not, you know, all the time. Um, our burglaries, uh, especially storage units, thefts from vehicles, um, attempted thefts from vehicles, especially up at the mine lot, because it's a pretty dark area up there. And our, our units go through quite a bit, but it could be a couple hours before, you know, another patrol unit goes through. And if somebody parks their car at four in the afternoon, they're not going to get back until six the next morning. Yeah. If you take that car... As soon as it gets dark, you've got a close hours. To, yeah, yeah. you got to um, run. Yeah, it, it's not going to be reported stolen. So um, we're starting to see more and more vehicle thefts. And again, these are from our out of county uh-huh. um, folks that are. I mean, not that that's much better, but it's. I'm glad that it's out of towners and not right. not the locals that are just like. Right. No. No. We. You know, like I said, you said you know Columbus is a great city. So you know as. I guess if there's a, a PSA that I could put with this <laughs> would be if you see something that looks odd to you as just the everyday citizen, mm-hmm. call us. Because if it looks odd to you, you know, yeah. maybe that's where something to something, probably you odd. Know, call. And if it's nothing, we don't care. I mean, you have an officer out. That's what you're paying your tax dollars for. Call us. I feel bad one night. I hate to. I'm going to tell this story and just out myself real quick. <laughs> I don't know why Gary just makes me always want to feel like I need to come clean. It's like a preach. He's like, go ahead, son. Give, tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let it go. Confess. So, yeah. One night I'm at the trailer and I'm doing my thing over there and it's probably, uh, I don't know, it's right around two o'clock. I'm cooking over there. And a.m., right? Two a. o'clock a.m. Yes, a.m. And um, that's uh, about when I get to work now. Back then I used to get to work at midnight. So around 2 a.m. I go outside and I going back and forth between all the little our little compound there and I see this dude in the street right there mm-hmm. um, walking along and he's got a backpack on and all of a sudden he stops in the middle of the road he kind of fiddles around and then he starts to turn back and start to walk back toward like like the 307 like he was heading toward town pump right now he's heading back toward the 307 and I was like I saw him and I was like hmm I wonder, like, what that dude's up to. And I'm also very much a live-and-let-live guy. You know, there's a line there where it's like, I don't want to be like... Right, you don't want to call the cops on everybody just because he's walking down the street, he's not committing a crime. Exactly. And But I did feel a little weird or off about this guy. And I thought, well, maybe he just left the bar. He was walking home, and maybe he forgot something at, at the right. someplace. And maybe he's heading back over there. He just... Whatever. Well, that was the night the the guy was who was he was camping at Hkpee and like he broke into Cenex that night and broke oh, the window at Cenex right, yeah. and like tried to break into a couple other things or something. Yeah, I yeah. don't even remember. Yep, gets. Oh, and you broke think it gets. Yeah, yep. And you think it's that guy? It was that guy. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was that guy. And uh, <clears throat> I felt bad. So when Ferguson came over by the to the next, he would stop by and grab a burrito before he head back to Big Timber. Right. He was like, man, we just had this guy. He was out walking around all night, and I was like. Oh, I think I saw the guy. He was like kind of a long-haired guy with a backpack. He's like, yeah, he broke into this and this. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I saw him at this hour. And he's like, call us. Let us know. Like, I was like, uh, he felt bad that I was like, but it's sometimes you just, 
Uh, you don't. And we, you don't have to say. It. You can just say, "Hey, look. You know, I don't know. It just looks suspicious." Something looks Two weird. Two in the yeah. morning. You know, we're not going to hey, get out of the car yet. You know, up against the car. Come on. You know. No, I know. You know, we may just drive by. Hey, I see you walking. You know. Are yeah. You, are you lost? Or you need a ride? Right. Now at least he knows. Police know that he's there. Yeah. You know, or it might just be a drive, a slow drive by. Yeah. The cops look, wave. See, part of my problem is I'm listening to a podcast or I'm rocking out to something, right. and I like I'll look at it for a second, and then I'm back. I forget I'm multitasking. I got three things but I'm I, cooking. You know, I think that's one of our problems as Americans is we're we're our apathy, right? Right. We, we right. kind of instead of. Did you just call me apathetic? I did. That was exactly <laughs> what you just experienced. Everybody heard that. And and uh, but yeah, we do it. We do it in colleges. We do it. You know, yeah. all of us do. It's kind of like. You know what? I should have probably done something later, but I didn't because yeah. I don't really I care. should have. You know? Right. I did feel bad later. But, you I was know, like, like I said, just now, you know, I'm, we now try to get I'm watching this. everybody. Well, there you go. I mean, well, I, yeah, you don't have to, you know, hey, what are you doing? Right. You're up to no good. I know you. you know, <laughs> I haven't had one a, of these things. I haven't had an opportunity. <laughs> standing to, over there. Yeah. I haven't you know, had an opportunity to dime somebody out since then, but I have sure been looking for know, the opportunity like said, to make you know, up for that one. I, it would just be great if people, if they saw something that just looked familiar, just a little odd, call we don't mind your your officers are here your tax dollars are paying for it i'd rather have something not pan out than i don't know somebody that didn't call like yeah. you and then we get you know stores <laughs> broken into and it's all your fault it's all your fault yeah so, oh my gosh. so what brought you to montana like what what is it that you said you looked at a map threw a dart and said, you know i had uh, i want to follow a brother-in-law that had moved up here in 91 or so and we'd come up to visit um yeah it was like oh my gosh you know i I love mountains, that kind of stuff. Coming from, I'll just say the West Coast because I don't want everybody to hate me. Um, <laughs> I'm not an ocean guy. Hey, this is a safe space. <laughs> yeah, you're safe. You're <laughs> safe. All right, we're in the nest. You're in the tree. So uh, I, I'm not an ocean guy. Yeah, I'm just so. All right. So uh, a couple of years later, probably around '93, '94, we ended up buying some property up here, and then uh, I left uh, the West Coast where I was a police officer of the Oakland area and came up here. Columbus was hiring. We'd already owned property for about six or seven years south of here. And oh my gosh, you know, just we just happened to drive through Columbus on an accident. You know, he was in Billings, my brother-in-law was in, was in Billings and we just happened to come across the Joliet Road, which was gravel at the time and pulled into town. We got gas at uh, uh, Dave Newman, the Exxon station. Uh, when it was open, he comes out and fills our gas tank up and wipes down all the windows. And I'm like, wow. You I'm know? in Mayberry. Yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly right. So, and that, because of him, I was like, this is, no, I found it. This is where I want to be. Wow. So, I have a friend that's in that, that, cause I grew up in Utah, and he waves at everybody in his neighborhood. And he's like, one of these days, my wife always is like, they're not going to wave back. Like, why do you wave? And I laugh because out here you don't even know the people, and you're like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. and that, you have no, you like, you'll never see them. You I mean, yeah, right. you'll you're like, well, maybe a week later you'll be like, yeah, I waved them last week, you know. But right, yeah. yeah. And totally I joked about way. that when I first came here about having to keep my hand up here on top of the steering wheel because yeah, everybody, everybody waves. You know, where I worked before, they didn't wave, they didn't like you, but here, yeah, no, so. If they were raising their hand, they were they were giving you a different kind of wave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it like uh, when you actually moved here though, and you started working here? Was it like I imagine it was a big weight off your shoulders? Was yeah, did it, it was. feel freeing? Uh, yeah. Did it almost feel like 
just a different feeling. Right. Yeah. And it was, you know, and it was kind of different at first because it, you know, it was just like, oh gosh, I'm out of the hustle and bustle. The, you know, to drive 40 miles was an hour and a half. Just the attention, the tension in your shoulders, your neck, you're just like, oh, and I'd come home, let's just move, let's go. I mean, finally the opportunity came about and that was it. And then got up here and then I'm like, hmm, you know, it's midnight and Tuesday and, you know, I'm looking at my radio and kind of <laughs> clicking the mic, you know, I'm like, you know, hello. Is it still on? You know, because <laughs> nothing happened. You know, nothing happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, 20, 30 calls on my screen back home for the next call to come up and next call, and you got everything here. I'm like, wow. So it was a little bit of adjustment after that. Then I'm like, no, this is too slow. But no, this is a great place. Um, so great. how much? How much was your your salary percentage? Did it cut in half when you came? I mean, I imagine all your bills would too. But. Um. A little more than that, I'd say about sixty percent. But like you said, the, the cost yeah. of the, living, the cost of living was, dramatically was dramatic. Yeah. So, um, no, it, it took about a year to finally make that adjustment, and then you're like, oh man, I should have done this ten years ago. Did so, you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I only bring this up because when I came, so I grew up in Salt Lake, and then came up. I went to Northwest for college, and then came up to to go to college at MSU. And uh, I can remember in Wyoming was slower paced, right? But trying to just get my paperwork involved for the college, mm -hmm. you know, I'd call them like, yeah, we're working on it. You know, yeah, we're working on it. Back like two weeks later and they're still working on it. Right. And I'm like, man, this is going to drive me nuts. Well, now there's people that are out, you know, out of state and they'll be like, hey, are you doing it? I'm like, yeah, we're going to get to it. Right. And uh, I find myself saying the same thing that drove me crazy. Did yeah. you did you experience oh, that? Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, oh, definitely. It's like, you know, well, it's Montana time. Yeah, the store says they open at 8. They might get there at 8.15, 8.30. And then when it's like you said, when they'd get to it, you know, you would, yeah, that was that was a real-life struggle then. And you're like, man, I wish they'd get on it. But, you know, they're not, it wasn't, nobody was in a hurry. You know, how about how many other officers were working when you hired on here? Uh, we had we had four. Did you ever catch them like complaining about something around here or complaining about? Like, oh, yeah, this is got this would have to be good. <laughs> like, did you ever catch them like <laughs> these and, guys? This sounds like a setup here. What? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I mean, like, were you kind of like overworked? Were you ever just like, oh, hey, have you been shot at this week? Like, were you ever, were you ever in a position where you were like, man, you guys have no clue? Like, you know, a couple of the people that were just born and raised around here, I'm like, yeah. And like they'd like, you know, well, so what was it like? So I'm just like, well, I mean, you've seen TV, you, you know, and I mean, calls, I mean, they're stacked up, they're stacked, they're packed, you know, working in the highest crime rate, you know, cities in the United States. You know, I tell the guys, I drive down a street. And, uh, you know, some people would be hanging out on the corner and I'd just be saying to myself, oh, don't shoot at me, don't shoot at me, don't shoot at me, <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, drive past and be like, oh, yes, all right. Didn't take any rounds. Going to be a good day, oh, you know? But These guys were just like, I, I can't I can imagine. They can't so, relate to that at all. But, you know, when I look back, compared to what I did there, compared to what we do up here, we actually do a lot more police work. There, you're a patrolman. So you get a drunk driver there, 
you have to call a traffic unit or a motor unit. I never thought of it that way. That's, you know, hey, yep. guys, like I don't know how to do a drunk driver. Uh, I'll call somebody over to it. Uh, here, you, get a, you, 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 you get a crime scene. You got you tape it off. Yeah, wait till detectives. Here, you're you the got, detective. You're the detective, and I mean, you got to know your stuff. You're the guy that's processing the DUIs. You're handling all these cases. You go to a bar fight. You get two officers show up. All right, let's go in. Where I worked, uh, you know, there'd probably be eight to twelve officers showing up all at once. So you're handling all this stuff yourself. So uh, multitask, being able, I would put our officers up any day against, you know. Now, granted, we're not going to be seeing the the shootouts and yeah, all yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I tell you what, for day-to-day activities of a police officer, no, the officers and deputies up here in Montana do way more and have to know more. So, but more well-rounded as yes. the police works. Yes. Just... Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. All right, quick second here. If you find that the Big Fat Podcast is bringing you some type of value, please consider subscribing. And if you hit that little bell, it will give you a notification each time we upload a new episode. If you have a moment, maybe even leave us a review on whatever platform you're using. These little things help keep us going and help spread the word of the BFP. All right, let's get back into this. Wow, that's kind of interesting. Um, You know what? Uh... I want to be real respectful of your time because I don't want you to feel like, uh, like, oh, I can't go over there. Right. We're yeah. gonna drag I know. I've been, I have all <laughs> these questions. I, want I know. To ask. I, I know. We're going to save them for the next like six episodes that we'll do with you. Oh, I, well, pre- nice. well, I appreciate you coming over here though and taking the yeah, time in the middle of your day. Um, yeah, and also like, Hey, who, I don't know who are, I don't even know after Ferguson left, I don't even know who's on duty at night. So tell them to stop by the trailer and come see me <laughs> and check right. in every now and then. Well, you, you still have the officer Aaron Euchre. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's he's a good dude. Yeah, so uh, he's on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Oh, that's my guy then. Yeah. Tell him to come see me. So, I'll feed him or something. Uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, partial of the shift on Wednesdays, Matt uh, Grishop. Okay. Officer Grishop, big guy, 6'2", so, about 255. Oh, I think I have seen him. Yeah. See, and, you know, most of them, they're, they come down and they'll see April at the window, and I don't right. see people. Mm, right, um, right, yeah. But I would see Ferguson because he was either pulling me over or. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have and a couple of them that come really up for, good that, to me. for propane bottles, and we. I, I oh, think nice. they're all nice guys. Yeah. Very personable. Yeah. Very. Uh, I will say, th- I will say this for Ferguson though, because uh, I did really like him. Like, oh, Jason's it, great guy. Yeah, just super nice guy. He's right? back at Sweetgrass County. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, one time, I the I flipped a breaker. I got to work and there was a breaker flipped or something. Cause when I open up my door, the shed door, there's always a light on inside of there and the light was off. I got to work. I unlocked it. I left it wide open so that I could see to like, did I flip a breaker or a GFCI or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm in the, ch- into that shed, uh, it's our dry storage. And I'm in there like 30 seconds. And, uh, I'm in there with my flash, my phone and I'm trying to find out where's the GFCI. And all of a sudden there's a flashlight behind me. Like I'm not in there 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I hear, uh, help you find something there, buddy. <laughs> and it's Ferguson and like one other like County guy. Right. And it was like, I was like, man, you guys are quick. And he was like, Hey, we're watching your place, man. You know, or something like that. <laughs> it go, was yeah. just funny, but I got in there and it's like whatever time in the night, like one AM or something. You know, and, I, I gotta give it to the guys that are out on nights. They know who belongs, who doesn't. Yeah. I mean they do a fantastic job. And I wanna say he was saying that about Euchre, that Euchre oh, like yeah. knows whose garage door should be open and yeah, not yeah, be yeah. open. And that's and, you know, and that's yeah, exactly that's right. Who you know, what car yeah, what car is that? What are they doing here? 
yeah. what are they doing in this area of town? You know, it, yeah. So, yeah, the guys are out watching. They're they're watching over the folks of nah, Columbus. That's, so. uh, that's awesome. I love that. I think that's – I I appreciate right. those guys. I, I yeah, wouldn't want to have to deal with the issues that they're dealing with at that hour. Oh, yeah, I, I can't I, imagine. I, yeah. Things have changed over the years, that's for sure. So Wow. All yeah. right, well, we'll save it. We have a okay. ton more questions. Well, I appreciate you having me, and I'm looking forward to the next one. All right, man. Thank you. Well, dude, you be safe out there on, on those roads today, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to try to stay off of them if I can. All right. Hey, thanks, thanks again, and we'll do it another time.